Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to discuss an article from the August issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Considerations for Early Pregnancy Diagnosis and Early Weaning This Summer and Fall. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by one of the co-authors, Dr. Casey McCarthy, who's a University of Nebraska-Lincoln cow-calf specialist. Thanks for joining me today. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Dr. McCarthy, as we look at the drought monitor, the part of the state where you're at, basically you go Kearney East. It's looking pretty tough for many folks while there's been some spotty rains. Really, a lot of that's coming too late for pasture to really benefit much from it. That's bringing up the opportunity to think about early weaning and along with that, trying to identify those cows that are non-pregnant, not going to be productive as we go into next year. That's really what the focus of your article is on. So let's first focus on pregnancy detection, uh, how we might use that as a tool, especially thinking about some of the tools we might use to identify a pregnancy early to identify which of those cows are not pregnant and move them on down the road. Yeah. When we think about opportunities this summer and into early fall, uh, one of those advantages or, or opportunities is early pregnancy detection. So this allows producers to make decisions on keeping, selling, or maybe even rebreeding females. And so as we think about different methods of pregnancy detection, that can be done via rectal palpation. And that ultimately can be determined as early as 35 to 45 days, where if you're using ultrasound, um, you can determine pregnancy as early as 30 days. Now, there's also blood tests, which is a, an alternative option. But when you collect that blood, you have to then send it out and wait a few days to get results. And so if you're trying to make shoot side decisions on where females maybe need to be placed in terms of pastures, cool pens, et cetera, pregnancy detection via re rectal palpation or ultrasound may be more advantageous than the blood test. But there are a lot of different advantages and disadvantages to each of those methods, which, you know, depending on timing, experience of those technicians, and also thinking about embryonic loss early on, there are some considerations that folks may need to consider. So one of the things I like about these tools is there is some different options. Of course, ultrasound provides you with the most information. And, you know, if those cows are far enough along, they're in that 60 to 90 day window, you can also use that to go ahead and sex those fetuses and identify what you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. So utilizing ultrasound, you can get a lot more information, um, especially if, if producers are utilizing other reproductive technologies such as AI, uh, maybe embryo transfer. And so being able to determine if that female was bred early with AI and or bull bred you can start to to make some of those distinguishes between that fetal size. And then also, like you mentioned, sexing those fetuses can also help if you are trying to segregate those females based on maybe calf sex. You know, if you are trying to look at keeping more replacements or potential replacements, you're looking for heifers versus bull calves. Um, there's a lot of different opportunities and marketability of those calves just based on some of that additional information you can acquire. So let's shift gears a little bit and talk about early weaning. And as we think about pastures that are short and we're thinking about what can we do to reduce forage demand on pasture, early weaning is an option. 
Yeah. So when we think about early weaning, one thing that we really like folks to consider is thinking about our forage resources. And especially if they're limited, what are ways that we could reduce some of that nutritional demand specifically related to lactation that we could help kind of offset some of those demands and early weaning is one of those options. And so basically with, you know, our first calf heifers, maybe our younger cows that are still growing, have those additional growth requirements. And with lactation, if we can reduce that nutrient requirement and decrease dry matter intake, we can ultimately help offset some of that, that forage availability and those requirements. And so when we think about early weaning, we're basically allowing that female to, to either regain or maintain that body condition. And then that nutritional demand is going to be reduced. And so then what we need to be thinking about is how we're going to manage that calf once we remove them from the dam. And so there's a couple different benefits when we think of maybe limited resources, um, but then also having feed resources uh, to get those calves started on feed. And so when we think of early weaning, that can be you know, defined as um, before 150 days of age, but we may see some extreme cases, you know, maybe related to drought, limited feed resources. We could see calves being weaned as early as 45 days, but most typically more around that 90 days of age and later. And so when we are thinking of some of those benefits and implementations of early weaning, you know, thinking of feed resources, management of those calves and marketing options, um, all need to be considered before we start making some of those decisions. But some of those benefits, right? Like I mentioned, we're reducing that nutritional demand. That difference in forage intake for our females is also a value as well. And so between a lactating and non-lactating cow, we can see a difference in about five pounds of forage per head per day by just changing that lactational demand. And so as we are removing that calf, from the equation, we can see about a 10 pounds of forage being conserved each day that calf is weaned. So take out that calendar, take a look at, at your schedule, how much feed do you have if you are going to pull those calves off and, and think of preparing and planning for that process because um, there can be a lot of different benefits. One of the things I want to circle back to and just touch on again is the benefit of early weaning in terms of gaining cow body condition score. When you stop lactation, you drastically reduce that cow's nutrient requirements, which really can help with two things. First, as you said, reduce the forage that they're consuming, but also the quality of forage that's needed. But it also can put weight back on those cows, especially if we move to the rest of the summer into the fall. That can have some benefits as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. So when you think about some of our females, like those first calf heifers, maybe our two-year-old cows, they still have those growth requirements. And so if we can provide a reduction in that lactational demand, we're basically allowing that female to really focus on maintaining condition and or regaining some of that body condition that she may have lost in early summer with peak lactation. And so as we move into late summer and fall, we can be a little more strategic in terms of that forage that's available to her and or thinking of supplementation and or as we are moving into the fall um, and moving to different pastures or, you know, residues or annual forages, um, we have an opportunity to be strategic about getting those specific females into a group that we can manage a little differently, but think about adding that weight and condition, which will help as we move into winter. 
In the article, you list a number of resources that are available at the beef.unl.edu website. Just maybe talk briefly about some of those and how folks who have questions around the topics we discussed today might get more information. Yeah, absolutely. So there was a recent Center for Ag Profitability webinar that you were actually a part of uh, that I thought does a great job of discussing options for early weaning calves and really thinking about tips on planning and preparing for that process. And so I would encourage folks, we have a webinar on on that topic, as well as some other NEB guides and materials uh, that think about management of early weaned calves and different nutritional and health considerations for those weaned calves that I think are really valuable resources that are available for producers on our website. We also have a past webinar that uh, in some past articles that I, I link in the article really related to the timeliness of pregnancy detection as a tool and how we might even be able to think about that as a way for culling decisions later on. And so, you know, what are some things that we might need to be thinking about? Can we use some of these technologies to help with culling cows and, and making some changes early on. And so I would definitely encourage folks to to take a look at those resources. You know, if they're looking at how we're managing cows, or maybe we need to move those cows into a dry lot. We also have several resources and webinars related to just feeding options and different ways that we might be able to conserve feed um, if we do have limited forage resources out on pasture. Dr. McCarthy, thanks again for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Well, for more information on the topics that were discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. A number of the resources that Dr. McCarthy referenced can be found in the article that she co-wrote with Dr. Lindsay Walker-Mead. Also, if you just go to the beef.unl.edu website, there are a number of resources on these topics.